Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason on Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. As always, I am Boyd Matheson, and of course, we've spent a lot of time talking about uh, AI, artificial intelligence. It's pervading every corner of culture, every aspect of business, and our personal lives. And by nature, it just keeps growing. The more we interact with it, the more uh, dominant and, pre- and prevalent it becomes. The question is, what are we teaching it? Because AI, of course, is not unbiased. It knows what it is told. And usually that's what we tell it, by the way. Uh, and so as the, the programming begins to interact in this space of politics and public discourse, it's more important than ever to stay curious and ask better questions about our information and where it's really coming from. As I am Mohammed, cybersecurity uh, researcher at uh, North Dakota State University's Department of Cybersecurity, uh, great piece at thehill.com talking about how AI's bias could have an impact on the 2024 election cycle. And uh, welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Uh, and so. Just describe for us a little bit about how uh, AI it continues to evolve, especially when it comes to our political conversations, and what are those questions we should be asking about it as it continues to grow and in influence? Yeah, I recently published an interesting article on the Hill News that is all in the perspective of uh, elections. Uh, so first of all, the first thing we must know is that AI was designed to be neutral. It was designed to be objective. And but this is what we all are thinking, that it is neutral, it is not biased, but the results are not in the favor of this evidence. What we are seeing is that AI is pushing the biased ideology. Yeah, this can be one reason, because AI, the models, for instance, ChatGPT, Google Bard, and other models, they are trained on on data. And everything they produce is based on that data. That can be books, internet resources, text, news media, and articles. So uh, my first perspective that I try to explain is that we should be aware that it is biased. And now we pursue from that for the second evidence that this biased narrative can be used by anyone because AI is public, and anyone can create uh, election campaigns, fake content, and spread these campaigns through social media platforms. Uh, You might remember uh, a fake arrest photograph of Biden that was spread all over the internet that uh, that was really crazy. So what about the false audios? What about the false videos? forged identities that we can spread with the use of a social media platform. So uh, this is what I try to explain and cover in this perspective. Yeah, and I think it's so important for us uh, to to recognize that it really is more of a, an amplification of whatever content it is fed uh, than it is anything else. And so if it's being fed information from a biased perspective, then that's just going to be amplified and extended, and then it reinforces itself. It's sort of a vicious circle uh, as opposed to a virtuous cycle in terms of getting to truth. Uh, so as as you look at this, as you've done your uh, research, what is it that as consumers, what do we need to be careful of, especially as we go into a pretty contentious election cycle? 
Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, first, when I started researching on this, I was really shocked to identify that there are so many reputable journals and websites that have cited these articles in which they show and even prove in some instances that uh, these AI models are biased. So first thing, we need to be aware that these are biased. And second thing, we have to deter, we have to counter these threats, and we have to come up with a solution. So in my article, I also cited uh, two of the major sources. One is Springer Journal of Public Choice, that is a reputable journal with, uh, with a lot of citations. And they prove that the ideology of chair GBT is aligned in the left side of political spectrum. And they, they prove this using various techniques and tactics. And they finally concluded that the AI is specifically the chatbot, uh, which is ChatGPT, is democratic biased. Mm. Similarly, another study that I quoted is from MIT, Institute of uh, Manchester Institute of Technology. They also claim that uh, this can also be introduced, the biasness from the IT heads. They can push their narrative. Mm. So this is something interesting that we need to know. And yeah. then we have to comfort them. Yeah, fascinating stuff. It's a, it's a great piece. You can check that out at thehill.com. Zaya Mohammed is a cybersecurity researcher at North Dakota State University's Department of Cybersecurity. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Great piece on The Hill. And again, you can check that out at thehill.com. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Uh, this is a really important one. The, the article is so fascinating uh, in the context of, look, w- what you put in is what you're going to get out. And usually it's going to get amplified and magnified as it goes through and then gets uh, reinforced and repeated and reinforced and repeated again. Uh, and so we all have to just be very aware uh, of what we're consuming and where it's coming from. And just because you get something from a chat bot, uh, chat uh, GPT or whatever it may be, uh, you have to be careful because you may think, oh, it's it's coming through AI, so it's going to be neutral. Uh, it's not. The AI language models are not neutral, and they're not objective. Uh, they reflect the biases, the ideologies of the data that they're trained on and the people who design and use them. Uh, and so you can see that this can become a pretty vicious cycle pretty fast and can get us very far away from the truth, regardless of how you feel about political ideology. The reality is, is that the way those AI language models function and work, uh, they are not neutral. They're not neutral uh, and they're not objective. And so, again, it can be based on the data and the ideologies of the data that they're trained on. Uh, as uh, Professor Muhammad pointed out, you know, if it's a series of books or articles or videos, uh, all of those things that are being scooped up and sucked in and, and assimilated by AI, uh, if they're all coming from one particular kind of source or one pro- pro- political persuasion, uh, then that's what they're going to spit back out. And then that's what will get propagated across the Internet. So you just have to be careful. You always have to check your sources. You always have to stay curious. If it sounds... Like it's not quite there, it's probably not quite there. Uh, And you have to keep asking questions. You have to stay curious. You have to be willing to go to that next level. Go upstream in terms of the source. Where's that coming from and why? 
Uh, is there a bias? Is there a motivation? Is there someone trying to persuade you to do something or reject something? Uh, those are all things that we have to do as consumers of the information. The worst thing we can do is become passive and just let it keep coming on in and then validating it with our clicks and likes and as we scroll through uh, and swipe. Uh, so all of those things, I think, are, are really critical parts of the conversation. No easy answers to any of it because it's so hard to detect. As Professor Muhammad pointed out to us, uh, you know, you start adding in to the AI database deep fakes, uh, uh, photos that have been altered, uh, things that have, are just clearly not even true, but they've been exploited and repeated over and over on the Internet and shared and liked and passed on. Uh then it just perpetuates. And so you can't, it's not as easy as just saying, oh, well, this is coming from AI. So of course it's got to be unbiased uh, and neutral. Uh, it's far from that. Uh, and so that puts much more of a test on each one of us to make sure we're sticking to the truth and doing the hard work and heavy lifting uh, to actually get to the truth. Uh, it's never as easy as having it served up for you by an AI platform. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for some bottom of the hour news. When we come back, more inside sources. We'll go to a very fascinating, unexpected conversation between justices of the Supreme Court from opposite ends of the political spectrum to give you some insight behind the scenes of what those conversations at the Supreme Court actually look like and sound like and why they actually might be a good model for the rest of us. We'll be right back. 